Greetings, everybody, and welcome to a b -b -b bonus episode of The Televoid. I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya. Donna Martin graduates. Oh, wait, wrong show. <laughs> and we are revisiting the recently covered and always insane North Shore, uh, the long, or shortly, <laughs> uh, the long-running set. Ten years it lasted. Hawaiian masterpiece that took place on early aughts Fox, uh, starring, I mean, we can get into it, but of all people, Jason Momoa, and uh, a whole rampant uh, crew of people that have been making the rounds on Fox and on uh, our TV screens to today. Um, but this is the like the final finale series ender for the show. That never and aired in the U.S. It's yeah, it's a wild ride. It is possible to find if you do watch it. Only watch the Daily Motion version, um, and it is. Oh wait, does chaos. the Daily Motion version not have the subtitles? It does, but it doesn't swap the audio out in the last two minutes, which is a whole other like what? There is a version on YouTube that the last four minutes there's just the, it's the intro again. <laughs> But everyone's, it, you see the final four minutes of the show, but the the sync for the audio is the first four minutes of the show. I guess they didn't want you to hear Oasis. It's a wild ride, is all I'm saying. And, <laughs> like Kawabunga. And when we say yeah. this is the finale, but never aired on Fox, Fox literally aired, so this is episode 21 of a 21 episode season. Fox literally aired uh, episode 20, it called it the season finale, and it ended on a cliffhanger. Of, like, Vincent flying off, I guess, just to Maui is where he went, by the way, is what we learn here. And there's, right. and then they canceled the show, so this never aired in America. Also, like, it truly seems like this is a point where they're like, we give zero fucks. <laughs> I don't think it was canceled before they shot and filmed and aired this, in the or like, put it in the can at least, but, like, it almost seems like that was what their decision yeah. was after they heard that the show was going off the air, it because it's truly one of the most... Mm -hmm bonkers endings I've well it's clear they know. added shit and Doherty because of like a for ratings obviously that, that's that's clear it's like we i'm sure that worked out well for them <laughs> we need to shake Shana Doherty is it, still a famously well-known actress today oh well, yeah they needed to shake it up for their nighttime soap and like she can shake shit up uh, and that was the point because this show is insanely different from what we started off with in those first two episodes yeah so let's we'll just get right into it because oh. it gives like a little previously and one more thing, like, the finale apparently only aired, had a one single airing, so that's why every rip of, like, the show is, like, this one particular rip with the, these subtitles. It aired once. So you hopefully caught it when you could. <laughs> but, um, either way, this is, like, okay, so we get, like, a little backstory, because we started off the season really liking the episodes, and thinking, like, okay, there's some things that can be fixed, but, like, surprisingly watchable for a show that was canceled immediately, like, within a season. So, I was like, okay, this is actually not that bad. Then you watch the first, like, minute of this that recaps the, the past season, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, what has happened? Take, they didn't take any of the things that we thought they would, like, turn up, and instead they, like, picked the weirdest parts and then made those huge. So, like, it was a little soapy in the beginning. They apparently turned this soap up to, like, 3,000, and not only bringing in Shannon Doherty, although, like, this is, like, Shannon Doherty, like, post-charmed, so... It's getting bad. Um, yeah, it's she not has terrible her, yet. Her reputation carrying, like, she's carried the reputation with her. Yeah, and then I think, like, realistically, it's not necessarily. I, I hate so much of that stuff that seems, like, a little bit. Like, you know, people who are difficult to work with. Like, it tends to be women, especially strong opinion women. But Shannon Doherty 
I feel like there is at least some truth to the rumors, because literally, I think every show she's been on, she's consistently ended abruptly in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I know it's all you know conjecture. I don't know her life, but this is definitely post Prue Hallowell. Um, I think it's before she goes back to 90210, though. Yeah, right? this was before that she even starts up again. But I feel like that was kind of like the death knell for her. I don't know that she's ever recovered. Although she was on Heather's, I think, this season. But I think it's more of like a stunt casting decision. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, it's not so bad that she's like started filming those promos for like 1-800-COLLEGE. <laughs> but, like, it's it's in a place where like things are starting to like get bad. So she's not at her best. Because, like, Shannon's already on Charmed. As insane as some of the scenes to her were, and, like, it got very tumultuous towards the end, um, I feel like she was always very dialed in. Like, she seemed more involved and interested in the show. This almost seemed like she was, like, giving lines to camera in a different area than the rest of the cast. Yes. Like, she did not seem like she was checked into the cast at all. In fact, like, it's almost ironic that they cast her as this, like villainous, disinterested woman who's just sort of there to break up everybody and, and like, throw spikes on the road. Because, honestly, it feels like what Shannon Doherty was doing in real life. Like, it's a really creepy, like, allegory to her actual presence on the show itself. Like, she cast as herself in a weird way. I would call it uh, comparable to, I guess, Heather Locklear showing up in Mero's Place 2.0, which... Like she did very well, and I would I feel like because uh, Heather Locklear is also another one of those actresses where they they come in you know later in a show and it's like and this is how we rejuvenate. But I think mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing Heather Locklear in these roles, and I can't really say I see the same feel the same about Shannon Doherty. Not that I'm anti- which is sad because she's awesome I, when she's awesome. Yeah, I think she uh, Charm might have been like the peak of her actual acting, and then yeah, it all went downhill from there when like when she left. I will say, like, as much as Charmed is 100% Holly Marie Combs' baby when you go back and watch that show, if you watch the first couple seasons, Shannon Doherty is, like, carrying the show on both shoulders. Like, she is truly, like, the person who's the show. Like, there's almost, like, the Shannon Doherty show. Mm-hmm. But Holly Marie Combs and Elsa Milano honed their ability. I mean, obviously, they're both long-term actors yeah. before that. But, like, they, I think, reached their, their like, sweet spot while on that show, too. That's why the show was so fucking good in the first few seasons. But, like, the two of them, it's like they were all... It's like Shannon already comes in in a hot rod. She goes zooming down the highway at, like, 80. They're, like, merging onto the highway at, like, 65. And they get up, and then they pass her. And then her car, like, spins out. Like, that's kind of how that show went. Because... They eventually surpassed her and then some because the character of Prue became truly like useless by the end, and that's why they brought in Piper, Page, Page, Jesus, all the peas. But yeah, so that's that's like where I'm at with Shannon Doherty. I think it's important to mention because she's like a huge, like she's like a honestly like, this like Death Eater that's like floating above each scene. <laughs> it's really that's what's happening. It's sucking the life from the scene because the camera cuts to her and it's like it's a different show. And it's like I get where she's coming from because she's kind of playing it more like the actual soap character mm-hmm. actor that she is. But like the show is not at that place yet, clearly. And, and it should not it be. It sort of seems like very like anachronistic to the show because it's like you have all these like serious like emotional beats with like Frankie and Tessa, and then they cut to her, and it's like, <laughs> and she's like lurking out near the water. Oh, yeah, just, her eyes will just squint. Like I'm gonna screw that up soon. when she's talking. So, when Tessa's talking to Ian Anthony Dale's character, and you just see Shannon Doherty in the background just scowling. Yeah, and it's like, look, I get it. Like 
that's not really her fault. That's kind of the director's fault in a way because like they're cutting to her off on this huge wide shot, and it's just like her on the sidewalk just glaring. But it like it's almost like a weird. It's like it's, it reminds me like an anime show or something. <laughs> like you'll show like it's like the two of them talking about an emotional thing, and then it cuts out to the, the wide shot, and then she's just there in the background, just like, and then like angrily with like little specks of sweat and anger <laughs> popping off of her. Like that's the level of like acting she's giving. It's just sort of like angry looks to who is pissing her off at any given moment because. Everyone's always pissing her off in every given moment. She's anyway, a very so angry woman. She's, she's introduced. She's basically, and honestly, her character seems rudderless. Like I don't even know what her the character, point of her is, character is. Just a monster, and I had to. So I had to look this up uh, just to get background on the character. Uh, so she comes in to do basically, I guess, a hostile takeover or whatever of the hotel from Vincent, along with Nicole's dad. I guess Alex okay. is uh, also Nicole's half sister. I guess really. Yeah, it looks like uh, Alex, it, uh, he knocked up, uh, Nicole's dad knocked up his secretary and then Alex was a child. Wow. That makes no sense. <laughs> they don't look at all alike. That's bizarre casting. Okay. Whatever. That it would be very, very clear. Wait, so they had no, <laughs> you're not, you're joking though. They had all these scenes together, surely, right? Or no? Did they have no scenes together? Wait, I mean, like, I can't understand what their plan was there. Because, like, not only does she look different facially, she's, like, four feet taller than Shannon Doherty. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's a bizarre pairing. It makes no sense. She's, like, four feet taller than Shannon Doherty, so I don't understand what's <laughs> going on there, but, okay. Yeah, So don't, didn't they get the memo produced. that everyone on this cast has to be tall? Yeah, I mean, she's honestly the shortest person on the show I mean, and that's saying something. they even cast adrian blicky in a guest role and she's 511 it's like you have to be tall right. to be on the show besides i guess Truly. mj maybe i don't know i don't know how tall she is but she definitely looks tall enough but anyway so she's shannon already's introduced in the fact that like it's very vague in this in the previouslys but she's just there she's, basically she's the worst being awful like you said hostile takeover yeah. but like it's almost like her role is almost not even very clear it's just sort of like she's just this vulture i guess she she has she she's, doesn't own the hotel i think she owns half of the hotel or like maybe 60 percent or whatever but how oh so just the hostile takeover from like the board or whatever i don't even know because the board because this board specifically i mean, like they're like uh booth corp so i looked up that. booth is nicole's last name so it's like that's the family's company oh, yeah okay. so right, they're like so, their dad so nicole's dad is probably still pissed about jason comes in mm-hmm. hostile takeovers the hotel yeah Bing bang boom! She gets implanted as the the new like head, and yeah. they're trying to like figure. I it guess out, in theory, so. she, okay. she's not. She's the new the new general manager, so she has like Jason's role. And Jason didn't seem that corporate when he was no. taking over. I mean, it's a very low key. We mentioned before, it seems like a very boutique, like its own resort mm-hmm. because like it's not really like. The way that, like, some of the places in, like, Four Seasons, for example, sure, there are, like, major Four Seasons in other cities, but it's very much, like, that's their brand. So, like, as much as it's about, like, it being a franchise, it's not... All I mean is, like, so the Grand Waimea, which is the hotel on the show, or the resort, is basically not tied to a ton of brand. Yeah, it's not, like, a big corporate thing until, I guess, Nicole's dad takes over. But it makes no sense because then they're talking about board members suddenly, and then it just very—it's very confusing the way they show the hotels both being like completely independent and then completely reliant on board members' opinions. I guess we should—we um, should have watched the whole season, obviously. Whatever. <laughs> and also, I'm not doing season, that after this episode. So the terrible things Alex does. Uh, I guess Frankie and Tessa start a club like on the property. 
It's Frankie's, like, it's Frankie's club specifically, but uh, Tessa Frankie's is working the door, and she's trying to stop these teenagers from getting in, and I was like, well, let them in, blah, 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 we're in the hospitality industry, and of course these, these teenagers uh, drink a bunch and get caught by the police. So. Well, also, can I say, like, it's not just that she lets them in, she specifically mentions they're, like, some famous person's daughters or nieces or whatever. Yeah. So, like, she's not just saying, like, we're in the hospitality business, she's saying it, like, we've got to rub elbows with the rich people here mm-hmm. and make their kids happy and healthy or whatever, and somehow instead of, like, turning them away from, like, underage drinking, that means letting them in and letting them get, tra- like, completely trashed. Um, but then he loses his liquor license as a result of that, suspended. Mm-hmm. Which And then, because he has no liquor license, I was like, well, I guess I have to take over the club myself. So, yeah. She, she, <laughs> okay. So, it's been, again, it's like another hostile... It's, yeah, it's her thing, way of screwing him out of making money, which is what was happening. She rescinds his lease because he has no license now, and then in the interim, she's able to, like, use that as, like, a uh, bargaining to take over the entire club mm-hmm. because I think she owns part of it based off of how he yeah. he did it on the property and then she took all of it and then um, technically Tessa owned a little bit but she well we'll get into that she decides to use that as her own leverage um, and then on top of all of this in the background which is I think sort of relevant because there's this useless third plot <laughs> but it becomes the most important plot that Vincent is secretly a scammer, as Harry Morgan from before. He has been... I don't know what he was doing exactly, but he was just trying to get his... Whatever he was doing, I don't like it. I don't... It seems like he... Like the, the... What is it? Like the... SEC or someone? I don't know. It's all confusing, but somehow the FBI or some kind the of... The DEA is who they keep bringing Jason, up. Yeah, DEA. But it's like it has nothing to do with... I don't think... Th- I think the original people that wanted to get him are not them. I think it's like the actual, like, um, you've... Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's just... I think he was moving money around. Mm-hmm. The people that would do that are not the DEA. They don't watch money. But, like, he was moving money around in order to get the hostile takeover away and take back his control in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, in order to do that, he went to his girlfriend slash business friend, um... Zhao, I don't think her last name, Zhao something, um, and she's, yeah. like, basically this, like, sorted, like, uh, below the, uh, like... She's definitely a criminal. <laughs> yeah, criminal, like, criminal underground, like, below the, mm-hmm. uh, normal levels of business operating, and she's using, like, drug money to fund mm-hmm. his buyback. Yeah, the she gives resort. him $20 million, but he has to move, like, something, right? And they try and use Jason in the, in this flashback... At some point, they tried to have Vincent use Jason, um, or no, sorry, they tried to give Jason an out by letting him turn on Vincent, and he refuses, and then Vincent thinks that he did turn on him, there's a whole scene did where you he wear like, a wire? his shirt open, are you wearing a wire? And then Jason being like, I can't believe you think I'd do that, it's like, dude, it's kind of okay, he and, seems like he's uh, shady as shit. Of course they're screaming because it's very windy in Hawaii, as always. <laughs> they're up on a cliff, they- they're also like on a cliff, they meet like on a cliff, <laughs> bizarre they've always found anyway found the windiest location it's so good i know it's it makes no sense it looks like they're like on the the road to hana or something which it, you for those of you who don't know why that's just like not even the right island but still it's just a weird shot like they truly are like what are you doing i don't know it's just like Let's screaming see. now we have to talk about and then gabriel and his terrible hair well, first, the, sh- the episode opens on Momoa boxing well, no, shirtless. Well, we'll talk about that, but, like, the other people, we have to talk about Gabriel because his girlfriend, his Daytona girlfriend. Oh, God, the, his girlfriend. They mentioned in episode two is... Uh, it's Adrian Palicki. Yeah, she shows up in the penultimate episode, apparently. It's Adrian Palicki. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa from She's Daytona. Awful. 
Can I just say, like, I know that I was weirded out by the second episode being called Tessa. My other sister's name is Lisa, so it's like, <laughs> too much for me to handle. <laughs> There's no Mara, but, like, it's just just so close. God, what if the one girl he knocked was Mora? He would have died. Oh, God. Okay, Jesus. now we can talk about the best scene in the episode, the first scene. <laughs> yeah, which is, like, all, it's, like, little baby Jason Momoa, because he's so, like, honestly, he's still, like, in great shape, but, but like, so, so thin. It's so hot, though. So thin. Yeah, and then also, like, he's just boxing. He's just, he's like, He's kickboxing, and it's great, and then he takes off his shirt. A bag. Yeah, and then he's just, like, running around. It's just great, and he's, like, angry at the fact that his club got taken from him, and Tess is, like, really quietly, like, like, oops, by the way, I'm the one that let those girls in. He doesn't know yeah. that she's the reason she why. Tries he just thinks ep- they got yeah. in through, like, another I person. I mean, she's I the reason why, but Alex is actually the reason why, honestly. Right, exactly. And then she's she knows this, but uh, we mentioned before, Tessa is very damaged from, like, her years of grifting and, like, not having a great support system, so she doesn't really think that he's going to react great. But now she has a perfect boyfriend. Don't. And good for her. Who's amazing and understands she- Oh my god, they're so good together. They're so cute. <laughs> when they're leaving at the end, I'm like, oh my god, really they're really cute. Him. Cause like oh, we'll get to his parts. Like he's amazing. Like I don't know how much of that is just like them needing a quick like fix, but like they truly make his character so probably one of the most rationally reacting men on a TV show I've watched in a while. Like truly, like he understands her motivations and he forgives her and understands it. Like it's beautiful. Anyway, so meanwhile we can get back to Gabe's girlfriend. So she surprises him when he goes to the bar and he's like, "By the way, I'm here still," and he's like in jock. Because he, he's so, yeah, I think he's such a he puppy. She was gonna leave. She was there on like a girls' trip or something. Yeah, and then, and then she decides to stay behind, which is like, well, who the fucking stay behind on a girls' trip? Everyone wants to, but like, <laughs> staying behind in Hawaii is not something you normally do on a whim. I would. But, okay. I mean, I would do it for Gabriel if he cut his hair. 